Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 am 1280 the patriot is wwtc minneapolis st paul fm 107.5 k298co minneapolis intelligent radio with srn news i'm bob agnew in washington Two police officers in Nashville who were speaking on condition of anonymity have told the Associated Press that they have discovered human remains near the site of yesterday's explosion. It's unclear how the remains are related to the Christmas morning blast and whether they might belong to the person or persons believed to be responsible or a victim. Nashville Mayor John Cooper said last night the city will persevere despite yesterday morning's explosion. This morning's attack on our community was intended to create chaos and fear in this season of peace and hope. But Nashvillians have proven time and time again that the spirit of our city cannot be broken. But we're not going to rest until those responsible for this outrageous and cowardly attack are brought to justice. As a voice of Nashville Mayor John Cooper, this is SRN News. Mark Levin is looking to start a movement. From where I sit, Joe Biden deserves exactly what they gave to Donald Trump times 10. Joe Biden is an illegitimate president. The United States Supreme Court and the courts under the United States Supreme Court have all but destroyed our electoral system. We must fight back, and that begins in Georgia. The counter-counter-revolution to the counter-revolution begins in Georgia. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Tim with the Kingdom Builders. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Tim with the Kingdom Builders. Second Chronicles 7.14 tells us, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. This is such a great promise. The promise of life by trusting in the work of the Lord Jesus is crazy good news to begin with. Then add on the promise of healing our land too. This sure seems like a great opportunity for our nation to have a time of healing. We as individuals can start the process and then hopefully will have an effect on the people around us families, co-workers, and even strangers. I hope you'll join me in working towards being humble, praying, seeking, and turning. If you have any comments about this or other scripture, feel free to contact me at timo at thekingdombuilders.com. That's timo at thekingdombuilders.com. Or call us at 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 
That's 800-430-8761. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. 2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. AM1280, The Patriot and iHeartRadio. They go together like the US and Liberty. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, We were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at Radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free Radio.com app. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the CIT studios, here's the original Man of Steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Welcome, everyone. To where you live, I'm Gene Sullivan, and I'm broadcasting from the CIT studios. Grateful and appreciative to have you stop by and join me here on a Saturday morning. And uh, we've got a great show for you today. Uh, once again, you all have just been doing an outstanding job of providing all kinds of questions uh, that uh, you uh, want us to uh, tackle Uh, on the show here and so we're going to try and get to as many of them as we can today and uh, I've got uh, a great uh, friend uh, of the show who's been on uh, many times before attorney Tony Smith with Smith Jaden Johnson and uh, he'll be with us just a moment but I want to say uh, hello to uh, Lee Michaels Lee, did you see, uh, was it earlier this week, uh, it was supposed to be on the 21st, right at sunset, there was the special aligning of uh, Saturn and Jupiter? I did you not go out that. and look. I heard about it. I would have loved to have seen it. Yeah, I, I, I would have, uh, too. I was. Uh, I did not uh, see it, but I heard that you had, uh, we have these two gas giants that were aligning very closely together um i have in my household lee a, a real gas giant myself with my dog 
uh, who's, uh, <laughs> um, she is just a little bitty thing, about uh, 20 some pounds, but the back half of her is uh, all bulldog, and um, and uh, she is a gas giant. Yeah, yeah. but no, I, I did not get to see it. I I, I heard it was uh, a a a spectacular sight for those who were able to uh, to take a look. But I think you had to see it with uh, binoculars or or with some uh, device. I don't know if it was uh, uh, that outstanding just to the naked eye. Yeah, that would have been neat to see. Yeah, it would have. Well, folks, I hope uh, uh, you're having a, a great uh, weekend. This show is broadcasting the, the day after Christmas. Hope all of you are uh, having uh, just nice, quiet, relaxing family time. But thanks for joining us. Why don't we begin uh, with uh, the show and with our questions. Let me welcome back to the CIT Microphones, Attorney Tony Smith. Tony, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me back, Gene. It's always great to be yeah. here. Well, uh, we have uh, a lot of folks, uh, Tony, who have been uh, writing in with uh, questions. And uh, you always, uh, um, you know, there there are two kinds of attorneys, uh, Tony. And, I uh, a joke coming here. Hang on. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I suppose there, there could be, but no. Uh, there, there are uh, there are some that uh, that certainly are, are very linear in 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 their thoughts. So much so that they they look to be precise and they speak in legalese, and it's kind of hard for someone sometimes to understand what was it that they said. And then there are people who understand that, like you. And you have uh, the ability to interpret for uh, the, uh, uh, the the co- the common person like myself, and I understand. So I appreciate uh, I appreciate your wisdom. I also appreciate the way that you uh, uh, simplify everything too. So uh, well, well, thank you for the compliments. That's very nice to hear. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's get going. Uh, we've got uh, first question here. Uh, I've got uh, Tony. Uh, this uh, listener said, uh, Gene, I just recently purchased my home, and the association sent me an invoice for, for $10,000 claiming that I was responsible for the delinquency accrued by the former owners. Do I owe the money? <laughs> That's a great question, and I'm going to start out, Gene, and I'm going to give you the, the, the first caveat that a lawyer always gives, and it's two words, and you probably know them well. It depends. <laughs> yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's what it depends on. It depends on whether, first of all, this association is subject to this Minnesota law, and we've talked about it on other shows a lot. It's called mm-hmm. the Minnesota Common Interest Ownership Act, or MCIWA, and that applies to most newer associations. And if that law applies, then there are some specific circumstances where that owner might be responsible and circumstances under which they might not. And it really comes down to this question of what did the association and seller tell the buyer about at the time they bought the house? So that law 
requires the association, upon the request from the seller, to put together this document. It's called a resale disclosure certificate. Mm-hmm. And it has to contain a variety of information to let the buyer look at it and decide whether, based on that, they still want to buy the unit. And one of the things they have to put in that document are the assessments that are currently outstanding against the unit. Sometimes people will call this like a, a dues current letter or something like that. Right. But that, that's what it is. And MCIOA also says that a purchaser isn't liable for assessments against a unit that weren't included in that resale disclosure certificate. So if the association put it on after the fact but knew about it before the fact, then there's a very good argument that the owner's not on the hook. And if they weren't on uh, the, the statement ever, there's also a very good argument that they uh, aren't responsible for it. Now, in a non-MCIWA association, it's kind of the Wild West, and it's going to depend on what the governing documents for that association mm-hmm. say. Sure. Now, now you've seen, like me, some documents that were written before MCIWA came into effect, and most of those that I've seen, not all, but most of them, say that the assessment obligation expires at the time the owner sells it. So there's a a line in there that basically prohibits those kinds of balances from being carried over. So it really depends on what kind of association and what the documents say. But there's circumstances under which they might, circumstances under which they might not. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, there's so much we, in in any of these questions, we don't know. You know, for example, if we're talking about uh, a... uh, a change uh, with uh, within the family, and there's a quit claim deed. We we know that there's not necessarily the obligation for uh, the disclosure the disclosure documents if it's being transferred to another family member. If that's what we're talking about, uh, we that um, then of course uh, I would think uh, anything that was on there that's just transferring right over to the new person. Yeah, I think you're right. Or same with inheritances of any kind. Yes. So, mm-hmm. you sure. know, you're not buying the unit, so you don't have to put together that disclosure statement. You're just getting it because somebody's leaving it to you when they pass away or, or yes. something like that. So, yeah, you're absolutely right on that, Gene. Very good point. But my, I, but it's, uh, it'll, it's uh, uh, interesting. But, yes, uh, most uh, uh, any management company that I know, if they have uh, – uh, said that someone else had uh, owed something, they're going to be uh, making sure that that person uh, collects and the new person uh, starts out at a zero balance. And usually in most transactions, you've got a lot of people and a lot of eyes looking at it. So for something like that to happen, uh, pretty rare, even if it does. Yeah, I think, right. It seems like something fell through the cracks because, like you said, I mean, you're going to have a title company looking at it. You're going to have a, a lender looking at it. And all of those folks are going to ask about what assessments are owed on a unit. So th- there might be something else going on here, and that mm-hmm. might be worth having a conversation with the community manager who, who operates that property. Right. Uh, or, frankly, it might also be worth talking to, to a lawyer who works in HOA law. And there's, there's sure. a, a bunch of us out there. So Okay. Well, um, folks, we've got a lot of questions, uh, but we've got to take a break. So why don't we do that? But don't go away. My guest today, Attorney Tony Smith, and our topic, answering your questions. So we'll be back right after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. 
Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com slash disclosures. Tomorrow brings a brand new day for your business, for your family, for the promise of new financial opportunity. For over a hundred years, CIT has been turning potential into financial strength with the tools, expertise, and agility to bank like your best days are ahead. That's tomorrow thinking, empowering you to bank like you. Learn more at CIT.com. Member FDIC. Warning, warning. Warning, once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through, American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan. My guest is attorney Tony Smith. We're answering your questions and uh, of course i'm broadcasting from the cit studios this show is also brought to you by the great folks at extreme exteriors you know you can count on extreme exteriors for expert installation of exterior siding roofing soffits fascia decks windows and more with their knowledge and experience they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient 
saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. It's time now to hear from the Community Associations Institute. Here is the CAI Minute. Are you a member of the Community Associations Institute? For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit caionline.org to learn more. That address again is caionline.org. CAI helps community association board members by providing online resources, in-person training, and hard copy publications written by association management experts. CAI offers community managers professional development networking opportunities, and a certification program that's established as the industry standard nationwide. Minnesota has its own chapter of the Community Associations Institute to bring resources and tools from community associations around the country right to your home. Visit CAIMN.com to learn more and become a member of CAI today. Your community and management company will benefit from your involvement. Join the Community Associations Institute today at CAIMN.com and click on Membership. I want to welcome back uh, uh, my uh, guest today, Attorney uh, Tony Smith. Tony, we've got uh, a lot of great questions here. Let's dive into number two here. Someone wants to know, uh, is there a way to approve amendments to the governing documents without holding a membership meeting? Ooh, that's actually a really good and really timely question. The answer to that is yes. So mm-hmm. associations, under most of their, their bylaws, have the power to take action by mailed ballots. So instead of holding a, a member meeting to vote on something, they could send out a mail ballot to do that. This is really important because just this year, it seems like the only good thing to happen <laughs> in 2020, um, was that the state of Minnesota amended this MKIWA law that we talked about to make it easier for associations to approve amendments to governing documents. The problem had always been you've got to get a super majority of the members to approve it. And if you have to do it at a member meeting, it's really hard to get people there, you know, especially in a year like this, you can't get anybody anywhere. But even if there was no COVID, you know, people just have better stuff to do than go to a meeting and talk about amending a, a declaration or a set of bylaws. So the legislature, they, they approved this, this amendment to the law and the governor signed it. And now, when you have an amendment, you can send out a mailing to the homeowners by certified mail with a ballot. And if the homeowner doesn't respond to that mailing within 60 days, they're automatically treated as a yes vote. So it it really reduces the amount of time it takes to amend a set of documents and stops the association from having to kind of follow up with the stragglers and and track down Mm -hmm. those votes. So this makes it a lot easier. And, Gene, we've actually had a lot of success with that in terms of just this year getting a number of of amendments passed, uh, even with MKIWA, without having to hold meetings just by following that new procedure under the law. Here's the other good thing. Even if your association isn't subject to that MKIWA law, that still applies. So it applies to any association in the state of Minnesota. It's really great. Yeah, the the, the nice feature is that uh, if you if someone disagrees, uh, they they need to uh, to let that be known. Otherwise, if nobody if nobody's going to bother, the the new law says, well, we're we're assuming everybody's okay with the status with uh with things and so they're saying yeah go for it 
Yeah, exactly. It's we're going to assume it's a yes unless you tell us it's a no. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's uh, uh, that is uh, that is a game changer for sure with uh, some yeah. associations. Uh, let's go to another question here, um, Tony, and says uh, this person. Uh, here's one for. Uh, uh, the holiday season person says this is our first holiday season in a brand new house and we are excited to splurge on decorations hopefully hopefully not quite the same as uh uh the griswold family but uh, <laughs> that's what comes to mind <laughs> but uh they said we bought lights and inflatable Santa and Rudolph, and we spent hours putting up the display. But the next day, we woke up to a notice taped to our front door and found out that we have violated our homeowners association's rules. Now we have to take everything down or suffer a fine. I'm thinking of paying the fine and leaving them up this season. Can our homeowners association really fine you over this? <laughs> well, you and I both know the answer because we fought this fight so many times. But yes. the answer is is yes, they can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Associations have have pretty broad power to regulate the exterior appearance of the community, and the reason for that is one person's tasteful is another person's tacky, and the idea being that associations can prohibit people from putting things up and it's not just holiday decorations it's it's a lot of exterior improvements just to make sure the community continues to look neat and tidy and what have you Uh, many associations have adopted some rules that say what kind of holiday decorations can be put up so for example they'll say you can put up white lights or multicolored Christmas lights, and where you yeah. can put them up. You can put them up on your eaves or, or sure. uh, on your on your your decks. Um, but they also say here's when they have to be taken down by. All yeah. of those are things associations can and usually do do. So there's nothing unusual about this. I, I know we see that quite a bit because that that seems to be uh, it's uh, you know I will say that uh, most associations do permit do allow some sort of uh, uh, decorations uh, depending on the seasons of the uh, the year and for uh, special holidays and, and are most are fine with it they're not uh, uh, they're not uh, all uh, Debbie downers that are saying uh, no to everything you know that's that's a good point though and I I tell you this though and this is I think the problem with lawyers is we kind of get involved and we wreck everything <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen a trend recently for associations to move away from allowing holiday lights just because typically when we think about holiday lights, we think about Christmas lights. And the problem is there's there's a lot of holidays and, and uh, there's just as much reason for people to put up lights for holidays that we might not celebrate that other religions might. So associations are, are very, very concerned, I think, about avoiding the appearance of doing anything that would discriminate against certain religions. So what they're doing is they're just saying, well, either everybody can have lights for every holiday mm. occasion subject to whatever restrictions, or nobody can have lights, you know, one of the yeah. two for anything. And it, so it, it, we're kind of moving into an extreme on yeah. either way on that. But to this homeowner, Gene, and I'm, I'm curious about this, the, the thought about the homeowner saying that they're thinking of paying the fines and, and, and just leaving it up. Uh, my thought to that homeowner is be very, very careful because those associations could just say, we're going to fine you every day. 
until this rem- this uh, these lights are, or these decorations are taken down. And I, I know those kind those that. kind of fines. I I see that happen too, Tony. But those kind of fines, um, they can be uh, kind of difficult to to uh, see enforced if it's uh, taken to court. I, I've uh, hasn't there been a number of times where uh, judges have also said when it's been when something like that's been pushed and they've said, hey, this just seems uh, ridiculous. Well, and it really depends. You, you know, you're right. The courts are going to look at, at the fine and they're going to say, all right, well, is it reasonable in in light of what happened? And is it sufficient to stop it from happening yeah. again? Or are we trying to punish someone? And I think the right. courts don't want people to be punished. They just want deterrence. So if the association said, Here's a thousand dollar fine for your holiday life. Yeah. I don't think there's a, a court in the state that would say that's reasonable. But if someone yeah. said we're going to charge you ten dollars a day for every day that these stay up, that probably would be upheld. That's okay. Guess. You're right. That you're. That's a very good point. I've got a, another angle that uh, to me is always interesting. This is coming from uh, from uh, our uh, our job as a property uh, as uh, the managing agent for an association. I'm always surprised um, uh, at uh, how many, uh, you know, uh, people, uh, I think they always go in with the idea, you know, better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. But uh, <laughs> but, but, but people wouldn't have to deal with this if they would, uh, if they would talk to the association, because you're right. In this particular case, what was... Uh, uh, a little bit too much might have been, uh, you know, the eight ten foot uh, blow up uh, Santa Claus in the front of the lawn, but the lights around a few trees, not a big deal. But but people don't seem to want to even just communicate. That is um, that is a, an, an important piece that people should not be afraid to do. Approach the board, talk to them. Don't you agree? I, I absolutely do, and I, I think that's a very good point. I mean, I, I do think a lot of times people, you know, would rather take the I'm going to beg for forgiveness rather than ask for permission route because they probably know what the answer is going to be, you know. But that's where this whole conversation about let's see if we can find some middle ground. You know, if you're not going to let us turn right. our, our house into the Griswold Christmas house, what can we do, you know? Yeah. And is there a middle ground where everybody can, can get something that they want? And right, and that, that happens. Easy to have, yeah, yeah, and that and that happens through a conversation. The other part is too; they may be dealing with uh, an association that uh, is dealing with uh, the idea. Well, the uh, rules and regulations from the very beginning said nothing put on the outside of your home, and uh, the board is thinking, uh, "By gosh, we're going to make sure that that gets enforced because that's the way it should be," but. People have the ability to change uh, their rules and regulations, too. Talk about that, because I don't think people even think about that avenue as a possibility. You know, that's one of those thoughts about just because you can doesn't mean you should. Um, You know, boards have pretty broad power to amend, adopt, and revoke rules. And a lot of times you'll see an association kind of have this wish list of things that are very personal to them and they'll make their way into the rules without really taking into consideration what the community as a whole is willing to right. to accept. And those are the kinds of conversations that I think where if the homeowners, even though they don't have the power to by themselves, 
in most circumstances amend or, or revoke a rule they don't agree with. They do have the ability to go talk to the board and say, you know, we, the community really doesn't like this rule. And if the rule doesn't reflect the majority of the community's uh, interests, I, I would suggest this is probably not a good rule to have. You know, I yeah. think that the, the rule should generally reflect what the community wants, you know, exactly, so long as there's nothing yes. illegal about it, you know? Yeah. Good, good point. Well, we've got a lot of other questions that we can tackle. Can we do it in this hour? We'll see. It's with my guest, attorney uh, Tony Smith. And uh, we're going to take another break right now. So don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280 to The Patriot. Back after this. AM 1280, The Patriot. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial partners with associations and management companies for their siding, roofing, and window projects. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial is a family-owned business with combined experience of over 70 years. Their teams provide quality service, expert workmanship, and top-of-the-line products to help restore and maintain multifamily properties. A 100,000-square-foot distribution center ensures the projects will be completed on time with the highest quality products at the most competitive price. Contact MinnesotaExteriors.com. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. At CIT, we understand that in life, change is the only constant. For over 100 years, we've helped customers like you gain the financial flexibility you need to adapt to change. Whether you're building your business or your savings, we know that each day presents a new opportunity to turn your potential into financial strength. That's Tomorrow Thinking, empowering you to bank like you. Learn more at CIT.com, member FDIC. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. 
You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan with my guest, Attorney Tony Smith. We're uh, answering uh, listener questions. Uh, the show's brought to you by uh, CIT and uh, the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. This segment is also being brought to you uh, by Will Tarbox from Country Financial in Maple Grove, providing insurance to help you protect what matters most. For quality coverage that's affordable, get a quote today from Will at Country Financial. The phone number is 763-416-5131. Tony, let's get uh, back into our next uh, question. Um, I This this next one uh, is, is something that uh, uh, really... Uh, Hits home to me because I've I've been to a few meetings uh, like this, and this person says, uh, "Gene, it seems like every year we have the same homeowner harangue over the same stupid stuff year after year at our annual meeting. We are tired of listening to him repeatedly. Is there anything we can do to stop him?" <laughs> Yeah, I've never had this problem, Gene. Have you? Ever, yeah. Ever. <laughs> uh, I, how I, I how many how many annual meetings do you uh, do you think uh, do you suppose you get to uh, in a year? In a year, maybe ten, depending okay. on, on the nature of them. You know, I only get brought in if there's some legal issue that that they want somebody to answer some questions sure. about. Unfortunately, um, I don't run into this kind of issue. This is more just an operations issue, but I, I, I do think we've both seen enough where we can give some, some suggestions. Um, mm-hmm. Probably the first thing I would say is, you know, that old maxim of you can't coach height is probably applicable. <laughs> you know, you can't make someone something they're not. So yeah. don't don't try. You're, you're not going to take that person who is disruptive and, and hogs the time at the meeting and, and suddenly convince them that uh, they need to change their ways. It's, it's just not who they are. So right. that said, this to me is something that I would have a conversation with the board and the community manager about to make sure that when you're running that meeting, in order to do it efficiently, exercise the power that you have. Those are the kinds of things you can do. So every meeting that you have of the homeowners has an agenda. Mm-hmm. Follow the agenda and stay on the agenda. If a homeowner wants to have a conversation about something that's not on the agenda, then you shut it down, and you say, we're not talking about that. We're talking about what's on the agenda. And yeah, I, I, you're, you're right. I'm surprised how many people will um, that I see sometimes that are um, – I think it might be a little bit of the Minnesota nice. They're just passive, and, and they think, well, the person's going to stop pretty soon, and, and, and people allow – people to go on and on that even happens in board meetings not even just the annual meeting where the board should be just talking but people who are there listening now all of a sudden begin to interject and they take the meeting and the discussion in a whole nother way because there's no direction you need someone what you're talking about is to have a, a strong organizational presence right yeah you're absolutely right and that's very, very true. I mean, I think you're right that, that it is a Minnesota nice thing. We'd rather sit there and listen to the person rather than, than look like we're being rude and, and cutting them off, even if it's just as rude to the rest of the people there to require them to listen to somebody talking about something off topic because it's not respectful of their time. Mm-hmm. But 
The other thing I would suggest is a lot of these things come up, Gene, during homeowner forum, and some associations will at the end of their meeting or before their meeting, and this is both annual member meetings and board meetings, they'll have a homeowner forum time. And that's kind of the, I'm going to stand on my soapbox and, and talk about the issues that are important to me as a person, as a homeowner. You can limit the time for that. You say, look, you got everybody's got two minutes. And the reason you've got two minutes is because there's a lot of people who might want to speak, and we want to make sure we get a chance to hear from everybody. Right. Yeah. And then along with that is having the homeowners have an opportunity to speak and say their piece during an open forum like that. It's not a debate. They get to say what they say, and the board should listen to it. But they don't necessarily have to debate that point or, or have a further discussion about that point. It's enough just to let them be heard. So that, I think, are, are, are a couple of things. Here's another one, Gene. And, and if you've had associations that are now holding their, their member meetings because of COVID electronically, a lot of those meeting tools, whether it's Zoom or you know, Google Hangouts or GoToMeeting, they have a mute button, and a mute button can be the moderator's best friend. <laughs> you can <laughs> yeah. turn everybody's mic off except for the board, and then people would, can yeah. raise their hand and ask to be heard, and then they can talk after that. So you, you, it's a little bit more formal, but it does keep those yes. meetings from going off the rails. Yes, it, it, it does. Um, the, um, the other uh, thing that uh, people have uh, heard about, uh, Tony, when the – uh, they're running a meeting as they've heard of Robert's Rules of Order. It's a, it can be a, a very it can be a very uh, good uh, way of managing a meeting. People are afraid sometimes. I think because they think that seems too formal. It doesn't have to be uh, all that formal. But Robert's Rules they do have uh, some. Uh, great ideas in uh, how to handle and keep a meeting moving along. Yeah, especially if it's just this matter of formalizing. We're, we're not going to let you speak until you're recognized. You know, there is something yeah. to that, and I think that's a good part of Robert's rules. I think it's better in larger associations, frankly, where those meetings get to be pretty big. Uh, smaller meetings, yeah. maybe not so much, but you know, I, I think you're right. It, it used properly, Robert's rules can be a really good tool for keeping meetings streamlined and running efficiently. Yeah, and I, I would say that that uh, so what this person's talking about in an annual meeting, I see that happen um, uh, even uh, a little more commonly, unfortunately, in a board meeting where you had a vote last month and it was uh, three to two or four to one. So the board uh, voted to move forward in a direction and the other person comes back next month, and they just don't want to let it go. And uh, when, when I think of Robert's Rules of Order, the, one of the nice things I think about is, uh, you know, a person says, oh, you, uh, uh, you know, you have an agenda. Someone wants to bring up another topic. Okay, well, do we have, do we have a motion to, uh, uh, to uh, uh, begin uh, discussing this topic? And if there's no... The idea is with Robert's rule, if there's no second, then what people are saying effectively is nobody else wants to to uh, to take the time to talk about that issue at this point. And then you move on. Yeah, that's a very good point. But you got to be careful, though, that Minnesota Nice might lead somebody in the back just to raise their hand and saying, well, we should at least talk about it if it's important to John. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? yes. okay. there, there is that danger. But, yes, I agree with you. Okay. Well, let's go on to uh, one more here, uh, and that is uh, 
Gene, we are a self-managed association. There are times when we feel that things are over our head, like in the area of insurance. How can we know what the association is required to carry and what the homeowners need with their personal policy? Ooh, great language. Great question. Uh, There's two spots, and the first spot is always look at the declaration. Chances are very good that it's going to talk about what kinds of insurance policies the association has to carry. And usually those are uh, a property policy for the community, a liability policy for any claims that may occur as a result of something that happens on the association's property, uh, a director's and officer's policy of liability, and perhaps a worker's compensation policy. So that's the first place I'd look. Look to the declaration. If the declaration doesn't have anything in there, look to the Minnesota Common Interest Ownership Act. That's that law we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. That has very specific insurance requirements for associations covered by that law. Now, I'll tell you this. The other place you might want to talk, talk to your insurance agent. They're, They're going to generally be familiar if they insure other homeowners associations with what types of policies they're required to carry, and they can make heads or tails of of what's in those documents you have. Mm -hmm. Uh, And frankly, depending on the insurance issue, you may want to talk to an attorney. Sometimes that's that's always a good resource because that stuff is not easy, and it's very confusing Mm -hmm. for for associations and, frankly, for some lawyers as well. And even some insurance agents who do this. Yeah, not everybody. um, It's uh, one of the things that uh, I I try to – uh, emphasize with uh, our staff, with people who are uh, property managers, um, we need to be uh, the jack of all trades and a master at none, you know. Um, and uh, and so we need to always know a little bit of something. And so uh, the only reason why it seems like some people in the office or people who have been in the business a little bit longer seem to know things is because, They've just been around the block and have uh, and have heard things. And what they've done is taken time, and we encourage people to do this. Uh, like you said, sit down and talk with uh, the uh, insurance agent, uh, the insurance broker. They're they're getting a, a nice commission for uh, uh, being able to uh, place uh, insurance with with uh, the association. They would be very happy. Uh, I think a lot would to be able to have a uh, a more sophisticated uh, purchaser of insurance, someone who who uh, underst- uh, who understands, and they're always happy. I think to uh, answer questions, like you said, I, I, that's that's been my experience too. And I jokingly tell people, you know, I make a lot of jokes about attorneys because I am one, but I, I always tell people it's better to be over insured than underinsured, you know, have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you work with a good insurance broker or a good insurance agent, they're not going to sell you less insurance than you need. So that's one of those things. You're never going to find a good insurance broker or insurance agent who sells or wants to sell you less than what you need. Yeah, and and let's face it, uh, we're talking about uh, some. There are in Minnesota law, uh, you know, there is uh, the idea of the professional, and there is a greater amount of responsibility placed on them, especially when they're the ones that draft the contract uh, and the agreement. Uh, in this case, insurance, uh, they need to ex- they need to be able to explain things. And uh, there is this fiduciary responsibility for suitability. Uh, there's uh, insurance law where a agent has to make sure that what they are 
uh, providing for someone is suitable and actually what they need. So they can be in trouble if they don't. Well, possibly. And I'm going to caveat that a little bit. So law in Minnesota is actually pretty lenient in terms of, of agents' liability. But without getting into that, I do think that it's reasonable for the association to expect their insurance agent to understand the types of insurance that they need to have. And the good ones who sell insurance to homeowners associations do. So yeah. as long as you're working with a reputable licensed broker who's sold these kinds of policies before, chances are good they're going to do right yeah. by you. Okay. Well, we need to take one more break, folks, but don't go away. We've got one more segment. we got a few more questions with my guest, attorney Tony Smith. So we'll be back uh, with more Where You Live after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. If you are experiencing hair loss, let this be the year to make a new hairs resolution. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss. I need more hair.com. Hi, I'm Mike Greenlee, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair, and they can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. That's INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Let this be the year to make a new hair's resolution. Check out INeedMoreHair.com. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. 
Sullivan. Welcome back. This is Where You Lived. I'm Gene Sullivan. My guest is uh, attorney Tony Smith, and uh, we're answering your questions. Uh, if you have uh, other questions or topics you'd like to hear on the show, go to our website at uh, newconceptsgroup.com. Uh, pull down the on the top of the menu where it says uh, education and resources. You're going to find um, the title radio show. You can click on that for uh, my contact information. You can uh, uh, email, uh, write me. You can uh, give me a call. All of that information right there, newconceptsgroup.com. Uh, Tony, let's, uh, in the next few minutes here, let's... Uh, Tackle another question. Um, let's see. I want to do this one. Someone said, hey, Gene, we found out that our condominium association board has brought up at our past annual meetings a vote to waive the obligation to provide a financial audit for the association. Now, I, along with others in the community, especially wanted an audit to review the spending related to the 2019 hailstorm because it was a lot of money. But most seem okay to waive any kind of audit. Can we do this legally? Well, that's a great question. and It's actually a little bit obscure, but I like it because it goes to what information does the association have mm-hmm. to give to the members about its finances. So, Again, if we're in this world of, of MCAIWA, that law requires associations to have their financial statements, their annual financial statements, reviewed by a licensed and independently certified public accountant. But it does also say that the association can waive that requirement. To do that, though, they have to hold a homeowner vote, and that homeowner vote has to be taken at least 60 days before the end of the association's fiscal year. So the board can't by itself just say we're not going to have uh, the financial statements reviewed. The, okay. the homeowners have to do that. So it sounds like in this case we're talking about someone said that uh, the board seemed to be bringing this up at the annual meeting. So Yeah, that's true. So, okay. again, if they bring that up at the annual meeting and the homeowners vote not to have those those finances reviewed by an accountant, yeah, they can do that. Do I think it's a great idea? No, not really. I mean, it, there is a reason why you have your, your finances reviewed by, by a CPA at the end of the year. And it's basically just to protect the community, to make sure that uh, all of the things are properly classified, put in the right bucket for tax and liability yep. purposes. And when you're not doing that, you're – potentially risking some some bad juju now whether it's likely to happen who knows but it's again better to 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 do it and have nothing come of it than not do it and risk the possibility that you're going to miss something right we're we're talking about yeah we're talking about uh proper checks and balances let's talk about uh this there are probably uh several important events that will take place with an association that I think are always a, a a key time to say maybe this is a year for an audit, and uh, one of those would be with what this person's talking about. When you're talking about uh, spending a lot of money that's uh, either in the reserves for a major project 
or you have an insurance claim and you're talking about a couple million dollars go through the association, that's uh, that's a, a unique event and uh, probably um, having that uh, extra time to go through an audit is a wise uh, thing. What are some other uh, events that uh, come to your mind, Tony, that you think would be a good time to consider possibly having an audit? I would say if there's any kind of, of lawsuit that the association's involved in where they're they're spending money on uh, attorneys or outside experts like engineers or other consultants where, where there's some unexpected costs. You know, I don't necessarily feel like an audit is appropriate every year if you're just doing your normal work like you were paying our lawn vendors or our snow vendors or our mm-hmm. normal maintenance vendors. But if there's some unforeseen expenditure, like you talked about an insurance claim and I'm thinking about litigation, things that have a potential to really show up on the association's bottom line, yeah, then haven't have the, the, okay. the finances reviewed. And actually, this is one thing, too. Note that MKIWA doesn't use the word audit. It just says reviewed. And I think that the, those two words basically mean the same thing mm-hmm. when we're talking about them. So. Okay. And uh, one other uh, event that comes to my mind when there is a change uh, with uh, the management company, because you're talking about someone else now that's going to be handling uh, uh, handling uh, the books and records of the association. That can be an important time to make sure that that everything is in order. Yeah, I agree with that, too. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Tony, we've got two minutes left. Uh, I think we can uh, try one more here. Uh, this person said, um, let's do this one. Hey, Gene, recently the president of our association was reprimanded for contacting the association's attorney. He said he had to do it to keep, uh, the conversation confidential because it was about concerns he had about, uh, one other member on the board. (laughs) That doesn't sound good, (laughs) but, uh, but... But the other part here is, but some others on the board seem to think that he does not have the authority to obligate the association financially without first getting the approval of the entire board. Does that sound right to you? Well, I'm going to again say it depends. And mm-hmm. It sounds in this case that there was an existing relationship with an attorney between the, the between an attorney and, and the association. So typically... I think the whole board needs to be involved in the decision to hire an attorney, right? But Mm -hmm. after that attorney has been hired, I think the president, generally speaking, has the authority of someone vested as the president of a corporation. That includes doing a variety of things. Mm -hmm. That probably includes talking to legal counsel from time to time on matters affecting the association. Um, it's it's a practicality matter, too, because in this particular yeah. case, if there's a legal issue involving one of the other members of the board, it's important that those conversations be free and open. Yeah. And having that conversation with the entire board would probably limit the attorney's ability to give advice. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, uh, looks like that's all the time we have for Tony. Thanks for uh, being with me today. Appreciate uh, all your answers. Hey, thanks for having me, Gene. Everyone, thanks for joining us. Have a great Limitless week. access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. I appeal to you to fight. 
I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at Minneapolis.com.